church? How's everybody doing today? Excellent. That's a good way to start it. I hope we're going to walk away feeling a little bit better. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Home Church. We are so excited to have you here with us. We're going to have everybody start the day by standing up and meeting and greeting. Go. can have everybody take your seats. <laughs> good morning, good morning. We do have some announcements before we get started today. First and foremost, we, uh, just continuing to ask to have help in keeping the children's area clear. Remember, uh, when you see the children's area, imagine it is a yellow curb. It is for loading and unloading only. 
So do not stop and park. Drop the kids off, pick the kids up. And if you need to talk to anybody uh, who is volunteering back there, just wait for them to finish volunteering and then corner them. Just talk, talk, talk as much as, as, much as you want. Amen. <laughs> yes. Uh, food pantry is in need of food. Uh, when donating canned food goods, uh, we ask that you bring in the pop top uh, canned or other non-perishable items. So just help us feed the people uh, in the community. We have a uh, list of you know, appropriate ideas for items over at the welcome counter. So run over there <coughs> if you need uh, help thinking through it. Just older youth, the Joy Potluck is in the gym today after second service. So uh, bring a dish to share. Man, bring a dish to share. It is probably running a little tight, but for you guys, you might have time to run out, grab a dish, and bring it in. But go enjoy the potluck uh, today in the gym after second service. Today we are holding our church vote for new board members as well as delegates to the district assembly. So the vote is open to all uh, members of the church who are 15 years and older. So. If you are 14 years old and a member of this church, better luck next year. But <laughs> otherwise, go in there and vote uh, for who's going to represent you on those uh, ministries. <coughs> preteen ministry, uh, which is ages 10 to 12. I know that preteen technically encompasses a wider range. But we're calling it the preteen ministry, 10 to 12. Uh, that's going to start on Thursday nights, February 23rd, which is in four days. 6.30, uh, we'll start with some games, 7 p.m. for worship. Um, and after the worship, the teens and preteens will go their separate ways uh, for teaching. If you, have more, if you have questions, you can contact Jane Morrill or the church office. So, like I say every week, if you know a preteen, if you are a preteen, if you are aware that they exist... Spread the news. Let's get this ministry popping. Side-by-side uh, -side widow and widower ministry is meeting March 4th at Barb West's house at 10 a.m. If you need more information on that, you can contact Jane Morrill or the church office. Uh, not even quite last, but certainly not least. Life groups are starting this week. Yeah. There's still time to sign up, so don't you worry. If you are thinking, man, I should have signed up for a life group, but I didn't, there are sheets out there, and you can go sign up for one. Fun fact, if you don't sign up for one, just pop in, right? We're not going to, there's not like a bouncer at the door who's going to be looking at the list. Nah, he didn't make it. So come on into a life group. It is a decent time. <laughs> You'll have fun. Uh, it's a good time for discipleship, fellowship, working through the word of God. It's an awesome time. Cannot recommend it enough. We have them every night of the week almost. We even have one in the middle of the day, so if nighttime doesn't work for you, we're going to make this as easy and accommodating as possible. Join a group. And uh, at this time, we're going to go watch a video. My name is Mia Kane, and I'm one of the co-founders, hosts, and musicians for Aspire Women's Events. Our team is counting down the days till we get to come to your church and partner with you for this amazing women's event. On March 17th, we'll be with you at home church with Bible teacher, author, and speaker, Amberly Neese, comedian, K-Dodd, and music by Jamie Jim Goshen. 
I love the idea of Aspire. The truth is, I think it should be called Respire because the truth is it brings life and it breathes life into people who come. Great worship, amazing time of Bible teaching, and we laugh. We have a great time and we can't wait to see you there. Bring your friends, bring your family, bring your mother-in-law. God bless you and we'll see you there. Aspire is a one night event packed with laughter, learning, stories and music to encourage you, to equip you. I absolutely love what God does at these events. I've been witnessing it for the past 10 years and I am so thankful that your church said yes. Yes to opening the doors, yes to volunteering with us, and yes to reaching out to those who need to learn, laugh, and hear the gospel message of truth. That is what Aspire is. This is my invitation to you to invite your friends, your family, your neighbors, as your church continues to be a light in the community. So grab those tickets today and we will see you there. So we have tickets on sale in the foyer for that. Um, if you have questions on that, uh, talk to whoever's taking tickets. Uh, I'm not invited, so I don't have a whole lot of information uh, <laughs> on that event. It looks like a great time. I've heard good things about it, but not invited. So <laughs> with that, that is the end of our announcements. We're going to go into our time of giving and singing worship. We wanted to... Uh, always take a moment every week and just thank everybody who has been uh, faithful in your tithes and offerings. It is a biblical mandate and one that we take very seriously as far as making sure that these funds that we get are used correctly, but we cannot do what we do uh, without an income stream coming in. So thank you so much. We offer three ways to do it. Uh, you can do it on, in person, box at the back of the sanctuary, online through our website, or by mail. If you have any questions on that, uh, as always, uh, approach a leader and we can walk you through what we're doing with it, uh, why it's biblical, all of those things. At this point, if I could have everybody bow their heads with me as we enter into a time of prayer. Father, we are so thankful that you have given us opportunity to be generous with our money, that you have given us breath that we can sing with here. And we ask that you would use our offerings of song and money, that you would multiply them, that you would grow them and use them for the benefit of your kingdom, that you would use this time to encourage us to grow your kingdom, and that you would use this to strengthen us in our resolve for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What a beautiful day the Lord has made. We are rejoicing. We are glad in it this morning. Um, before we get started, there's a couple things we want to pray for. Uh, but someone we want to pray for. And um, I'd like my brother, um, if we could all stand in this moment, uh, my brother Patrick uh, Dunkey to come here to the front, please. And I'd like Jeannie to maybe to come down with him and... Uh, uh, and ask maybe a few uh, board members, maybe some staff members to come. And we want to just lay hands on our brother this morning. Hallelujah. And as we're doing that, um, I want our sisters to uh, turn to some scriptures here before we go into worship. Um, Majesta, if you're able to please get Romans 12, 1 through 2. 
And it's Romans chapter 12, 1 through 2. And uh, Jen, if you could please get Ezekiel 36. Ezekiel 36, chapter 25, or chapter 36, verse 25 through 28, please. Amen. Church, stretch out your hands and pray for our brother this morning. Father God Almighty, I thank you so much for Patrick. Father, I pray that you cure this cancer, that you go through every cell, and that you remove this cancer, Father God. May your hand be upon him, Father. May he feel your presence like he's never felt your presence before. Father, I pray for his wife, Maggie, that, Lord, as she um, is at home and is concerned, that, Lord, you would be with her, that you would grant her peace, that you would give them both rest, Father God. And in the very strong name of Jesus, bring healing. Amen. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God, because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Amen. Ezekiel 36, 25 through 28. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and I will keep my judgments and do them. Then you shall dwell in the land that I give you, give to your fathers, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask, Lord, that you would, you would place these scriptures, your word, upon us, that you would cleanse us, that you would transform us. And I pray this morning, all those who are sick in body, who aren't able to make it this morning, that you be with them right now. And Lord, we thank you for everyone who's here this morning. And I pray a special blessing, God, over your children and over, over Patrick this morning. We're believing in Jesus' name, not only through uh, the, the, the worldly physicians, but most importantly, you, God, are going to heal him in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus over Patrick and over his family. We rebuke the spirit of death and we rebuke the spirit of cancer in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus over our church, over this family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Worship with us. Sing with us this morning as our sisters lead. Amen.
Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious Blessed be the name. 
blessed be your
you, Lord. The King of Kings, we love you. Thank you, Lord, for filling this place with your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're going to accomplish today here at Home Church. We pray, Lord, that you would truly resurrect us. Help us to live the resurrection life, the life that is pleasing to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our pastor and for this great chorus that has led us to the throne of God. And we pray a blessing over our pastor today that as we come to hear the word, he will deliver it through the Holy Spirit who is within him. Thank you, Lord. Give us ears to hear what the Spirit would say to us this morning. We love you, and we pray a blessing over each and every one here and all of those looking and watching and listening online as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, musicians. Thank you, singers. So appreciate you this morning. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, yesterday we had um, what you call uh, kids quizzing, and there was a quiz off. And so we want to congratulate some of these kids um, who we just found out a few of them are qualified to go. There's this thing called district assembly, and then there's something called general assembly, and it's in Indianapolis. And Jim, Jim and Suri were so pleased to say, we have a few kids that are, quali that can be, that are qualified to go to the General Assembly World Quiz Off. And so, um, again, that's, not, that's up to the parents whether they want, they want to send their kids to Indianapolis, you know, again, but what an amazing thing that is. And so this morning, we want to congratulate these, uh, uh, these children this morning. The following children uh, that competed in the red level, uh, we want to just, we're just going to bring them up right now. Um, if uh, Lillian, Ari, and Jalen. All right, uh, let's see. So third place was Lillian. Second place was Jalen. Good job, Jalen. And first place was Ari. <laughs> All right. You guys, actually, you can go sit right there. The, the following children that competed in the blue level, uh, let's go ahead and I'm just gonna, we're just gonna name them. When I call your name, just come on down, okay? Wesley, Imani, Mateo, Mia, Uriah, Kenzie, Maddie, and Bella. So, uh, let's see, the team, the total score of the team was 765. Yes, that's good. That's good. Um, and so we got the bronze medal went to Uriah McDevitt. Over here, not here yet. Okay, no worries. Um, silver medal went to Bella Painter. And then the gold medal went to Mateo Garcia. Amen. So, um, I know Sheree's uh, here, and our brother Jim is obviously couldn't be here right now, but we just want to say thank you to, for everything you guys do for our kids. 
Uh, our brother Jim wasn't feeling too well yesterday. Um, he's, he's lost a lot of weight. Um, uh, and he's, uh, he got, came out of the hospital a couple weeks ago. And so yesterday to see him here, um, at times feeling like he wanted to pass out, at times feeling, uh, but again, he was here helping the kids learn about God. And that's priceless. So Jim and Cherie, thank you for all you do. You guys can be seated. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Glory to God. Well, this morning is going to be a little different. Um, I'm going to be preaching something I, um, that's, just, that's something I normally don't preach on, which is the articles of faith. Now, we, I don't have all, I guess I could if I wanted to put all 16 up right here, but I wanted to go through four that I would say when people ask who we are, this is who we are. This is who we are. And um, uh, so I have four points this morning. Before I go to my first point, if this is not true, If this is not true, true. let's take it a step further. If this is not true, we are all here wasting our time. If this is not true, we are wasting our time. Matter of fact, not only am I wasting your time right now, you wasted a bunch of gas to get here, (laughs) and you'll be wasting more gas to go home. But that's why I want to talk about, number one, my first point, I want to talk about the scriptures. And how scripture is divinely inspired by God. Can somebody say amen? Amen. And it's proved through prophecies that have been fulfilled. Uh, For example... There are 353 prophecies concerning Jesus. How many did I say? 353 prophecies concerning who? Jesus. Jesus. And some of those prophecies have been fulfilled. Speaking about his coming as a baby. So they have been fulfilled, but what's even more amazing is more are to come. How many know Jesus coming back? Amen. Amen. We're in some crazy days. What an amazing time to be living right now. Some would argue that, but it's amazing to see what God is going to do in these times. Speaking of Jesus, I want to go to Luke chapter 24, verse 44. You're going to turn there with me. Luke chapter 24, verse 44. Who brought their Bibles this morning? You know, I always have it on my phone or on my paper, but I'm going to try my best to try to bring it on Sundays. The actual Bible, you know what I'm saying? Thank you, thank you. Amen. That just means the sermon's going to be extra long. <laughs> Amen. 24 verse 44. And it says right here, Jesus said to them, 
and I don't think this is on the screen because I didn't, I didn't put it in here, but this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything, everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. He said everything must be fulfilled that's written about me. Not it might be, it can be, no, it must be fulfilled. Knowing that scripture wasn't made up by man is significant in the life of a believer. It's important because man is imperfect. Man is faulty. Can somebody say amen? Man is imperfect, but divine inspiration is perfect. And prophecy fulfilled has proved that. So allow God to open your mind today as we're reminded that Scripture reveals the will of God for our lives. And it has to do with every part of our life. It reveals all things necessary for our walk with God, for our salvation. So the question is, are you reading your Bible? Are you reading your word? Are you, are you reading it daily? Are you feeding your soul with his word? I want to go to 2 Timothy. Let's turn to 2 Timothy, uh, chapter 3, verse 16. Speaking of Scripture, it says right here, All Scripture, all Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I thank God for the Scriptures. I thank God for the Scriptures. They are there to teach, rebuke. Okay, I don't, I don't thank them for that. <laughs> Correct? Maybe not that one either. <laughs> Train in righteousness. Why? Why? Because of this one thing, point number two, that we all have, and that is sin. Sin. Somebody say sin. 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 The moment we were born, we had sin. Sin. Sin corrupted our nature because of who? Adam. Adam and Eve. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Eve. The original sin, the OG of sins, if, if there was ever such a thing. I think only a few people got that. When I said the OG, the original gangster of sins, the OG of sin. I think second service will get that a little more. It's okay. I thought it was going to be funny, but it didn't work. It's all good. The original sin. Before Adam sinned, this world was perfect because God created it perfectly. I was talking to my daughter yesterday and I said, Arabella, 
when God created the world, the lion was sleeping with the lamb, and the, you could pet the lion and, and hang out with the animals. And how do, you think, how do you think Adam got to know all these animals? He got to swim with the sharks, and the world was perfect. Wouldn't that be amazing? The world was perfect. It was beautiful. But God gave man a command, and that command was not to eat from a particular tree, because if they did, they would. They would surely die. They would die. But somebody else was hanging out with Eve in the garden. Fellowshipping with Eve. How many of you gotta be careful who you fellowship with? Can I get an amen? You gotta be very careful who you fellowship with. Um, I'm sure it wasn't the first time she was talking with the serpent. But he said right here, you will not surely die. The serpent said, Genesis chapter 3, verses uh, 4 through 7. You will not surely die. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit was the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye. She also, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were open, and they realized they were naked, so they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Because of their disobedience, sin has entered the world and now has been passed down from generation to generation. And now we have what you call personal sin. Personal sin. Personal sin is a violation of the law of love. Personal sin. What is sin? What is sin? Sin is anything that separates us from God. That's sin. Hatred. Lust of the flesh. Gossip. Lying. Help me out, church. Cheating. Cheating. Come on, name your sin. <laughs> That's some big eyes out there. Like, what, what? Thank you, sister. Idolatry. Stealing. Stealing. Coveting. Coveting. Murder. Murder. I'm sorry, say that again. God's name in vain. Can somebody say amen? amen? Because of their disobedience, sin has been passed down. Because this, this thing called sin, our flesh, it's a, it's a battle. And that's why I want to read Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Galatians. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 17. It says right here, so I say walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other. You hear that? They're in conflict with each other. There's no getting along. There's no meeting in the middle. There's no agreeing to disagree. They are in conflict with each other. So that you are 
not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Sin separates us from God. That's a scary thing. Sin separates us from God. Are you hearing me, church? It separates us from God. But that's why I love these next three words that bring faith, hope, and love to my soul, to my spirit, to my heart. These next three words, I pray they do the same for you. And these next three words are justification, regeneration, and adoption. I'm going to say it again. Justification, regeneration, and adoption. Justification is, is God granting me full pardon of my sin. Let's go to Acts chapter 13, verse 39. Acts chapter 13, verse 39, right here it says, Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. A justification you were not able to obtain under the law of Moses. Wow. So we can't uphold the law perfectly. Anybody here perfect? Raise your hand. <laughs> we can't uphold the law perfectly. There are really good people out there, but even them, are, they, we, none of us can uphold the law perfectly. That's why we need this next thing working in our life called regeneration. Regeneration is God changing our nature. Our nature being changed. God changing the desires of our hearts. It's a two-way street, though. God doesn't do it for you. You're going to have to make a personal choice, a decision to say, God, change this nature. Change the desires of my heart. Amen? Change my heart, oh God. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse uh, 17. 2 Corinthians, verse 5, 17. I believe that's the scripture, is that? Yeah, that's it right there. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. That's a beautiful thing. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if you're in Christ, the new creation has come, the old is gone, the new is here. Regeneration is our moral nature being made right. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a process. It's, 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 a, it's a new birth. Have you been born again? It's a new birth. It's a new birth. It's starting over spiritually. It's starting over. Living a life of sin and, and whatever we want to do. And now all of a sudden taking ourselves off the altar. Taking ourselves off. Taking me, myself, and I and putting Jesus right in front. And say, okay, God, you control my life now. Take over my life. And now you're starting over. It's a, it's a new birth. Like a child starting over. And now you're just feeding the you know, I'll be honest with you. I was one, always giving my kids ice cream and donuts. And, you know, I want them to, you know, I want them to, when they saw me, I want them to be excited. 
Now I know why they don't like vegetables and veggies. And <laughs> but to start over and give them vegetables and ve veggies and, you know, and, and it, it, so they can grow healthy, mature, in a, in a good way. Speaking of children, I want to go to John chapter 1, verse, verse 12. John chapter 1, verse 12. John chapter 1, verse 12 says, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Amen. Adoption is, is now I am a child of God. Adoption is being, adoption is, is a believer constituted a child of God. Can somebody say amen? amen? That's what adoption is. So justification is given, God giving me part, full pardon for my sin. Regeneration, God changing the desires of our heart. And adoption is I am a child of God. And you need all three working in your life. Can somebody say amen? Because you, you could have two of these, but you're missing one. You're going to be missing something. There's people I know, they got, they got re justification working in their life and, and regeneration, but for some reason, they still don't feel like they're a child of God. They don't feel worthy enough. But when you have all three working in your life by faith, it will help you understand point number four, Christian holiness and entire sanctification. When I say those words Christian holiness to new people, especially in membership class, or sometimes you get some, some eyes going like, man, Christian holiness I, uh, freaks people out. It scares me at times because humans, you know, we feel sometimes we're not good enough, that we've made too many mistakes. I hope I'm not the only one. I, who, who am I to tell someone about Jesus when yet I need Jesus the most? Amen. Who am I to, to, to be at work and tell someone you need God when they just saw me just kind of have a stressed out day? Who am I? I'm not. I'm not. But that's why I love this next scripture right here because what I'm about to read is not, does not only urge us he tells us how to view ourselves in God's view. The way God sees us. The way God looks at us, and it's through the eyes of mercy. And how to obtain Christian holiness. Let's go to Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 1 through 2. Romans chapter 1, or chapter... Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. 
Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what, what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Ezekiel 36, turn there with me. Ezekiel 36, verse 25. Ezekiel. Starting in verse 25, and it says right here, I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your impurities and from your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws then you will live in the land I gave your ancestors. What a beautiful thing. Sanctification is, is uh, when, to, to simplify this, sanctification is when we get God. We get all of God. As we live this life of Christian holiness. But entire sanctification is when God gets all of us. What, a, what an amazing thing. We, we get all of God. The question is, is, does God get all of you? It's like having a friend who, they get your time, they get your money, they get, uh, they get everything. They need a ride, they call you, you're there. They get everything. But the one time they need you, the one time you need them, I hope that makes sense. They're not there. Sanctification is us getting all of God. Entire sanctification is when God gets all of us. I like to think of sanctification kind of like like when God came and knocked on my heart's door as a child, and I invited him in, or you invited him in. And Jesus is a gentleman. He doesn't just barge in, but he, if you allow him, he'll come into your heart. He'll come into your life. And as he's, you know, maybe there in your, your doorway, you, like Ted here, my brother, when we came to his house, he didn't just let us stand there. He said, come on in. And oh man, that spaghetti smelled good. <laughs> come, come on, come on in. And that's what that's what we do with Jesus. Come on in, Jesus. Have a seat. Jesus sits down at the living room. Now, I believe we 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 went through we went through the house, but not everything. And that's kind of what happens with the relationship. You. Jesus, the more he's hanging out, next thing you know, he, he may goes in the kitchen and he looks in the fridge and maybe there's some things in the fridge that, that's 
causing harm to us. Maybe it's maybe some things we need to start thinking about, you know, taking care of our body. And I'm not, I'm not talking about alcohol and liquor and stuff. I, 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 it can't even be sugar. Can somebody say amen? <laughs> can somebody say amen? <laughs> it, it could be, yeah, it could, yeah, Linda back there, she's saying amen. It could be the sugar. It could be, it, it could be anything. And then all of a sudden he goes from the, from the kitchen, if we allow him, upstairs to the bedroom. We got, we got a sister, uh, an honest sister in the house. We got to the bedroom. And, and in the bedroom, we got, we got some, you got our TV that no one sees and music that no one hears. Just, just us there to play whatever songs is being played at night. Maybe it's holy Christian song. I don't know. Maybe it's, who knows? I never want to see you again. There's that song. Anybody know that song? Never wants you again? Okay, never mind. <laughs> and he starts looking at things, and he's, he starts helping us take some of that stuff out. And all of a sudden, now he, he starts going to the hallways, and maybe there's some, there's some closets, some, some doors that have been shut for some time, and we've got some skeletons in there. And he starts helping us out if we allow him to open those up and clean those out and get those secrets out of there. Get those, get those things out of there. Those things that we did years ago that we don't want nobody to know about that we put into the closet right here of our heart, our life. We don't want no one to know. But it's, but it, but it's, it's starting to smell. There's a stench. There's something going on. All of a sudden now he, he opens that up and somebody say sanctification. I'm telling you, it's, 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 what he's, it's, it's a process. It's a beautiful thing. And next thing you know, he starts remodeling and breaking down walls that were causing maybe a, a window with sunshine that was trying to come in. Couldn't, now all of a sudden, the sunshine can come in and hit places that were once dark. And now there's light. And there's freedom. And it's clean. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. But we're getting there. Until one day, we stand before him and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen. Amen. So like I said in the beginning, whether this is your first time hearing this or not, be encouraged to know this is not a waste of time. This is no waste of time. This should be your life. This should be everything you are about. Everything. I want to read a few more scriptures and then we'll close and we'll receive communion this morning. I want to go to uh, 2 Timothy. Uh, this is, is going to be a fight, folks. This, this, these four points that I gave you, <clears throat> scripture, sin, justification, regeneration, adoption, and Christian holiness, entire sanctification, the enemy's going to do everything he can to come against these four points right here. And so we want to read 2 Timothy, I want to go ver uh, chapter 3. 
and we'll stop somewhere. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. It was crazy when I read that word last night, unholy. All I saw over the news everywhere is this, about this song at the Grammys called Unholy. I'm thinking, this was, a, this was a good thing. It was called Unholy. Like, God help me. I never want my kids listening to any song called Unholy. Unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good, good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness. You see that? Having a form of godliness, but denying its power have nothing to do with such people. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires. I want to go to 2 Timothy now, chapter 4, starting in verse 3. For the time will come. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around themselves a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. Discharge all the duties of your ministry. For I am already being poured out like a drink offering. And the time for my departure is near. Happy no church. I don't care, young children, if you're 10 years old, the time of our departure is near. The time of our departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all those who have longed for his appearing. I believe in the scriptures. I believe in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. We are home church of the Nazarene, and by God's grace, that will never change. Amen? Amen. Amen. And now we're, we're, we're going to now receive communion. If you don't have a, a communion cup, I'd, I'd ask you at this time, if you want to receive communion, to raise your hand. But before we receive communion, it's stated in the word that we, we need to make sure our heart is right with God. We need to make sure that we're in right standing with the Lord.
Not perfect. But asking God to forgive us of our sins. And so as, as uh, cups are being passed, I'd ask you to just bow your heads with me. And if your, hands, if your hand is in the air, just bow your heads and someone will come and they'll give you a... You're here this morning, you say, Pastor Carlos, I'm not right with Jesus. Jesus is not living in my heart. He's not living in my life. I'm living a life of sin, disobedience. That tugging you feel from the Holy Spirit, that's a good thing. There are people who, 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 who dismiss that. And as years go by, they become reprobate. They, 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 they no longer feel the guilt of their sin. Don't ever, don't ever come to that place to where you never no longer feel the weight and the guilt. It's a good thing. That means there's still, there's still something in you. There's still something there. There's still some life. All heads bow, eyes closed. You need to receive Jesus this morning. Ask him into your heart right now. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Ask him to come into your heart. To come into your life. Ask him right now, under your breath. Ask him, say, God, come into my heart. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I am sorry. Forgive me. Jesus, I believe you died for me and you rose on the third day and you're coming back again. I believe in your scriptures. I want to live a life of Christian holiness and entire sanctification. scriptures planned for the communion, but I feel led to read this one in Luke. When Jesus is talking to two travelers, he could have been talking to me and you. And as we receive communion this morning, I really want you right now to have a time right now. I know you might be sitting next to somebody, you might be holding a baby, there might be a lot on your mind right now, but you right now, right now in this moment, I want you to take some time and I want you to Picture yourself at the table right now with Jesus. It's you and him. And he's telling you to remember. To remember. My body being broken, my, my, my blood being spilled out. And this is not a time really to be remorseful. This is a time to thank him. This is a time to receive blessing, to receive his life. So right now in this moment, receive him, all of him, every part of him, when you partake of his body. Jesus says to two travelers, everything must be fulfilled that is written about me. In the law of Moses, the prophets, the Psalms. Then he opened their minds 
so they could understand the scriptures. Partake of his body right now. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the body broken, for the life given. As you lay down your life, we can also lay ours down and know that we also can be resurrected. We also can be healed. In Jesus' name. Church, be reminded in 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching. This is going to come in handy this year for teaching and for myself, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God, so that you and I may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You may partake of the blood. Father, we thank you for this moment as we remember the blood being poured out for our sins, the blood being poured out for our families, the blood being poured out for our sickness. So, Father, in Jesus' name, not only are we partaking of this, but, Lord, we're believing, God, that you are going to heal family members, our church members in this place who are ill and sick in body. As we receive this morning, we partake all of you and we ask you, God, to come into this place right now in this moment. I want to have a moment of silence just for, just for a moment, just to reflect on God's goodness. And if there's something you're, you're needing from him, I want you under your breath, say it right now. If there's something you're needing from God, say it under your breath right now. If there's somebody you want to pray for, say it under your breath right now. In Jesus' name. And believe. us this morning as we dismiss. Church, go in peace. Remember you're loved. And remember um, we're voting today. And so may God take the reins on that as well. Amen? Amen. And uh, may his will be done in our lives. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Father, we just praise you and thank you for who you are what you've done in each of our lives, for anointing the message Pastor Mint brought out this morning, Lord. Such an idea of sanctification, what you do for us. Yeah. 
and entire sanctification is do you have all of us? Father, there, I know each of us have our own words, that you, or our, our own desires that you spoke to. And we thank you for that, Lord, because you're that kind of a God, a God that cares, a God that is a father to the fatherless, to bring us alongside a son that sacrificed so much that teaches us how to be a son of God, to obey, and your spirit that you give us within, your, within our hearts to change us, because only your spirit can change us, Lord. Others can encourage and help, but only your spirit does that. And we just thank you and praise you for what we've heard today and, and who you are in our lives. And you work as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yes. And we just praise you and thank you for that in Jesus' name. Be with us through the coming week, Lord. Let us not forget these things. Let us call them to remembrance in the small groups, whatever, wherever it comes, yes. in our quiet time. Father, reinforce those things within our heart that we would walk with you and, and see who you are. And uh, we just give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Jesus' name.